action. <laughs> hey, everybody. Welcome. 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 <laughs> That's three welcomes. <laughs> Welcome to the Retro you Time Podcast. Usually only Hello. gives you one. Out there in, in, uh, in internet land, podcast land. I guess you can only listen to podcasts on the internet. Well, you know, you could download them from the internet and listen to them on your personal device, yeah. I guess. Depends on how you look at it. But you're, I would still, in that case, I would still say that you were at one point on the internet. Yeah, in internet land and listening now, to podcasts. Maybe you're in the forest yeah. in the woods, camping, perhaps. Could be. Um, it's a great place stuff. to listen to this podcast, by the way. Out camping the woods, on a good brisk run. Good brisk run. Under the stars. Under the stars Ooh, with your soulmate. Boy. Yeah. So I got an interesting story for you today, Derek. What you got? Um, all right. Did we say welcome to the Retro Time Podcast yet? I think you just did. <laughs> did I? <laughs> Jesus. That's the best opening yet. <laughs> oh, it's so all good. Right. Hey, everybody. Out in podcast land, out in the internet, welcome. Welcome to the Retro Time Podcast. With your well, hosts. Derek, Jeremy. <laughs> I'm Jeremy. This guy over here. Yeah, I'm Derek. Dude is Derek. Yeah. Man. I tell you what, this is episode number four. We made it four episodes and I, into this I, podcast. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I have to be honest. My goal for the year was to do four. Whoa. Yeah. One and a quarter. And it's March, dude. And it is March. And we are wow. four. We are more than one a I month. I feel like we just met. I, I tell you what, I am super stoked. <laughs> I'm floored. Floored. Super stoked. Floored. Um, I have a story for you, Derek. Hit it, bro. Episode number four story. So there is this thing. It's called the Five Monkeys Experiment. Tell me about it. This is something that um, that I've been. I was reading about. This is actually from like a couple. It really is something that like um, business coaches use as okay. a, a way to inspire. I guess get people to to change. All right. All right. So I'm the, game. the the premise of this is that. Generally, you know, a lot of big companies fall into this trap of always doing the same thing over and over and over again simply because it was the way that it was always done. Okay. And they use this experiment as an example called the five monkeys experiment. Lead on me, champ. All right, so here's what happened. You get these five monkeys in a cage, which in, on, its, in, on its own, it just sounds terrible. Yeah. But you get five monkeys in a cage... And you put a banana, you hang a banana from the, or a bunch of bananas from the, the middle of the room. You put a ladder under the banana. Every time one of the, the monkeys go, try to climb the banana, try to climb the ladder, get the banana, squirt it with ice cold water, Ooh. which is unpleasant. Sounds unpleasant. The monkeys obviously hate this. And they stop trying to get the banana. You take one of the monkeys away. You put a new monkey in. Oh, fresh okay? monkey. Fresh monkey. He has no idea about the water. Mm-hmm. He sees a banana. He goes for it. Climbs up, squirted, everybody squirted with water. Ah, right? That's cold. The monkey's like, you know what? I'm going to do it again. Then all the old monkeys, they start attacking the new monkey. And eventually, the new monkey stops. Oh. Doesn't go for the banana anymore. It's a free banana. Then you pull out one of the old monkeys. You place a new monkey. So now you got three old monkeys, two new monkeys. One of the brand new monkeys never been squirted with water. He climbs up the thing, Uh tries to get a banana. The monkeys start to attack them or they huh. get squirted with water. Eventually, all the monkeys realize every time somebody climbs this ladder, something bad happens. Right? It's a bad ladder. So cycle through. Keep taking out the, the old monkeys. Eventually, you get a bunch of new monkeys that have never been squirted with water, but they know that when the monkey climbs the, the ladder to get a banana, something bad is going to happen. Mm. They don't know what. They just know, I got to keep that monkey from climbing 
That ladder. <laughs> Monkey off the ladder. And so so eventually you get to a point where nobody understands why they're doing a thing that they're doing. They just keep doing it because that's the way they've always done it. So it's like monkeys are robots? Essentially, that's what this experiment Jeez. purports. Pretends. That's a, it's a, Whatever it's, the word. It's pretends to purport. <laughs> so anyway, so that's the idea, right? Now here's the thing. I'm going to blow your mind. Oh, jeez. That experiment... Hold, hold, hold I'm ready. Go. Never happened. Oh, you kidding me? That experiment never happened. <gasps> now here's the thing. They actually, uh, I read some Lies. stuff on, online, uh, uh, kind of like researching a little bit for this episode, and actual like, like um, primate uh, scientists and stuff would say like, no, monkeys wouldn't do that. They would actually like tend to be inspired by somebody coming in and trying to do something different, right? Oh, interesting. So they see this monkey and they say, yeah, you're, yeah, dude, go get that banana. That's my monkey. That's my monkey. Go get that banana, man. <laughs> Yeah, get your banana. Get that banana. Um, and so, uh, so the idea behind this whole thing is kind of false. It's just like people aren't robots, and monkeys aren't robots. Mm-hmm. And people don't just do things the same way because that's the way they've always done it. There's another reason why people always do things the way they've always done it. It's not just because they're just robots and they're used to doing it. So then you ask yourself, well, all right, why do people keep doing the same thing? over and over and over again when it's not the best way to do it. So let's look at an example. Waterfall. Yeah. Agile is huge right now, right? Huge. You, you, read, you read on the internet and you think, everybody does agile. There's not a single company not doing agile. Let me tell you something. It ain't true. It ain't true. Unfortunately, it ain't true, y'all. I'm sorry to be mm-hmm. the one to break it to you out there in podcast land. But man, there are still companies that are not doing agile. Big ones, little ones, some big as big ones, as your head. Big ones, little ones. So yeah, so but the thing is, then you ask yourself, well, like, it's it's pretty much been established that agile is a better way to deliver software. Certain scenarios, sure, yeah. Certain scenarios, right? Yeah. yeah. And you think to yourself, man, I'm working at this big old company, and we got all this money. Why are people still building software the way they built software 30 years ago? Mm-hmm. You mean like waiting for feedback to the very end and five years down all the that knuckle release, knucklehead stuff? Release some thing, big giant release. Um, you know the technology is different, obviously. Maybe yeah, they're yeah. using JavaScript instead of like mainframe punch cards. Yeah. But at the end of the day, the tech, the, the process is the same. Sure enough. Right. Why? I don't know. Mystery. So there's probably a lot of things that go into it. When you were telling your story about the monkeys, it made me think back to a time um, where I had a, an experience similar to that where I had to be one of those influencers. I had to mm-hmm. be one of those folks who, uh, who, who basically had to tell everybody, hey, look, the world is not the same. Did you save the day, Derek? You know, um, a buddy of mine uh, came up with the term recently. He called it Mighty Mouse in It. Mighty Mouse in It? Yeah. You save the day? Um, yeah. Did you have a cape? I did. Were you this little, tiny mouse? I was mouse? not big. Mm-hmm. Um, there were some largies on the team. We yeah. called them largies. They were taller than me. Um, I get that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Mostly because I'm like 5'5". Five, five. Yeah. You're Maybe 6'. 5'6"? Six. Six? Modest height. At Modest least. height. Yeah. Definitely um, not 5'7". That's for sure. Not 5'7". No. No. Um, but... What I realized was I went on this team and uh, uh, 
you know, my story is basically they weren't using source control. They were emailing files to each other. Source control is like when you, you know, you can version files on a tool. Wait, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. Yeah, yeah. Are you oh, serious? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> I wouldn't lie to you, Jeremy. Hold on. Wait. I'm not, <laughs> I'm still, I'm not, I'm me, not a five monkey man. Um, I wouldn't lie to you. So wait a second. When was this? This was uh, in the late 2010. I mean, GitHub was absolutely around. I mean, there was like, there was version yeah. control. Even like Microsoft had source control. So and they're this, emailing files? They were emailing oh files. God. They couldn't Good get Lord. the source control tool to work. It was a proprietary tool that oh, the okay. company I was using was, were using. So, ah, so, so they were so okay, they didn't they were scared because the tooling was complicated. They were scared to ask, hey, I don't know how to use it, but I need it. Mm. And so they just went and lived in pain oh, for a long time. And uh, so I came in and I was like, look, it can't be that hard. So I went to go ask the people who ran it how to fix it and they Help me work it out. And they were so thankful. They were right. so thankful. And their lives got so, so much what, easier. It's interesting. Why um, Why do you think that, that was the case? Like, why do you think nobody tried that before? You, so you, feel, prior, you think you're, like, the first person to do that? Or you think that, like... No. I, well, I think what happened was is that the environment had become so slow mm-hmm. in, that, in that particular company that... Um, Everything seemed like it would take forever to f- get working. And so doing the simple fast thing mm-hmm. was so much easier, required so much little effort in your brain initially. Just attach an email. Just attach an email, send it over. I just need the file. Yeah. Essentially, that's all you need. But Because well, I'm trying to think, like, back to the, like, why would you do that? It is sort of simple. I mean, you go and you look for your file in the email and search for it. There it is. I need to revert back to an old file. It's right there. When you have hundreds and hundreds or thousands of files, it becomes unmanageable. So it's it's not it works for five files. Right, right. It does not work for even a hundred files. Yeah. And that's what ends up happening with software projects, is that they grow so large that um you know, they can't be managed that way. So anyway, yeah, I uh I realized nuts. Isn't that crazy? I still can't believe this is like ten years ago. So so what happened? All right, so you you went in, you it seemed like a simple fix. It wasn't that challenging, no. I mean, and their project okay. needed to be configured to use it, this proprietary tool. Yeah. But I had some experience using it before, and it wasn't a big deal, you know? Yeah. Um, did you get a raise, promotion? I did not get a raise or promotion. Car, uh, parking spot? The, the interesting thing about that job was I was actually brought in to help that team because their previous, mm. their previous leader had be, made them so scared to work he is verbally abusive, things like that. So there were, you know, and so you come in and there are like little sort of scared animals. But I was that monkey. I was that animal that came in that monkey that was like, look, let's just go up and grab that banana. Yeah. They can't also, they can't squirt us all with water. Yeah. Can't squirt us all with water. And then I realized at the top, like, look, that banana was real easy to grab, yeah. you know, and the water's not even that cold, and that banana was delicious. <laughs> and it's really hot outside, and yeah. boy, does that water feel yeah. nice. Yeah, oh, man. That's interesting. So you brought up a couple of good points, actually. Um, the boss was terrible, and so people were scared yeah. to, to even maybe, like probably scared to bring some, something up, mm-hmm. a new idea that may have been, you know, insulted and like, you know, pushed down, beat down. Yeah. Um, and all it took was one... See, because here's the thing with that stupid experiment with the monkeys that wasn't real. If if you were to apply that experiment and say that actually happened, let's apply it in the real world scenario, you would have been attacked by all the people on, you know, on the team. Right. 
But in reality, and according to like what the primate scientists say, is that like no, all it took was one person, one monkey, to do something different to inspire the rest of the group to change in some way. Yeah. And but in order for that to happen, the environment's got to be right for it, though. Yeah. So going into an environment where everybody's open to that change mm-hmm. is a big deal. So some environments, they're not. You may be like the most influential person, but everybody has such strong personalities right. on the team or in the group. It's hard to get that influence to stick, you know? Yeah. That's interesting. Because I, so here, this is, it's actually applies to my, I was, I've been reading this book. I did this training a few weeks ago. We had to read this book. It was called Influencer. And it sounds kind of like a, I don't know, like social media or something. It kind of sounds pretentious, but it was actually not about that at all. It was about like, how do you influence people to do things that you want them to do? And not in like a malicious way, obviously. Like this is not meant to be used for bad, but for good. And so the idea is that generally speaking, in this case, your case, most people's case, I would would venture to to guess, um, no one's got like real authority. Like you aren't that you don't have a title that says I'm in charge of X process, and so yeah, I will, you'll do whatever I say, right? It's a lot of like um, I'm I'm I just have some good ideas, and I think they're valid, and I want people to follow me, right? Yeah. So you aren't the only way to get people to do what you want is to get them to change their behavior in some way, and so the idea behind this book is that you've got to like not only change people's thoughts. You've got to change their actions. You've got to change their environment to enable those actions, right? Yeah. So in this case, like maybe you know their environment was really bad. The boss was really bad, but what it took was like an outside consultant or something to come in, being hired to do that. And in that case, you almost did have some authority. Mm-hmm. But in a lot of cases, we don't have that authority. Maybe we're just one person out of a team of ten, or something like that, and we might have a really good idea. So. You know, the, the idea behind this book is like, what, what can you change for people to get them to follow you? Is okay. it something as simple as like, you know, providing the software? Yeah. Right? Like you didn't, maybe you didn't go and maybe, you know, I don't know, in, in, some, in some cases, I'm just using your example as an, as an example. <laughs> um, but like if, uh, if, like I, if I'm in a similar scenario and I'm not a consultant brought in, maybe like I, I, uh, I just prov- I install the, the software on the server and say, hey, guys, it's here now. It's ready to go. It's ready to go. You yeah. make it harder for them to go to do the email than it is to go and do the source control yeah, application. Right, right. You know, but that's just one part of it. Then the other part is like the, the idea behind this book that I thought was really powerful was the idea that your social network is the most influential thing in your life mm-hmm. oh, for okay. good or bad. So, you know, all your buddies are, you know, smoking, you know, drinking, doing drugs or whatever. They're going to make Stop talking about my friends. Right? <laughs> Not me. Not me, mom. I'm a... I'm a <laughs> well-behaved young man, um, old man at this point. I'm great. <laughs> Don't tell anybody. You can check us out on YouTube. You can see all my gray hair. Um, but, uh, you know, in this case, like it, it, the idea is to get the social network to influence everyone else to do the right thing. So if you could like, you know, and, and again, this is an example, like one or two people start to be the champions for this and they call other people out. Hey, stop sending me email. Use a tool. It's there. You know, you don't have to be like negative about it. Be like, hey, remember we have this tool? Like, let's use the tool and you yep. call people out. It could be like, give them gold stars, something really cheap and like silly, like a little, like, you know, uh, a stamp mm-hmm. or a sticker or, you know, you get little like 
badges or something at the end of the at the end of the the quarter you could cash them in for some prize some people really like when you walk straight up to them look them straight in the eye and just go great job (laughs) like really great you did a really great job yeah, uh, and just stay love and it. make uh, make yeah. them feel super awkward. That actually was in the book. That's surprisingly interesting. Yeah, interesting. right they after Social have, Network, that yeah. was the uh, most influential way. Spoilers: yeah, They took to my note. Make people feel really awkward. That's note. actually not true. Um, everyone out there in internet land. Um, but yeah, so the idea is that like you um, you know you can influence people without being the leader, without forcing them to do it, without having people um, you know directly reporting to you and stuff. Um, you just have to like provide the tools for them to do the right thing. But the, the but from that though, it's you've got to be inspired to do it. Yeah, you got to be that monkey that like doesn't know. You know, maybe you're like, maybe you're the monkey that doesn't know that this is the taboo thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, we don't do that. We send all our files through email. Don't you know? You know. Well, uh, so so that's the thing. I, I don't know. It's it's, it's kind of one of those things. Like, how do you get to be that monkey? That changes that that wants to change. Well, there's another there's another example. You talk about environment. If you're in an environment where everything is one way, and then you go into an environment where everything is very different, it's almost like you're walking from one planet into another planet. Like you can barely breathe the air. There was a story about I don't know if you remember the original um, uh, healthcare.gov website. Do you remember I the remember. colossal failure I do that it was? That. The team that built that. Um, was operating in a very traditional way. And they built the software. They didn't test it well. They released it. It wasn't scalable. So they brought in someone from Google to Mm. look at it. He walked in, looked at it, and he said in his first briefing, I think, that it was like walking into a different planet. Like he did not understand how people could live this way basically right. like he just didn't get it like it did it didn't even make sense in his head so question did he do anything to change it yes okay he so did he, he immediately okay. started implementing the changes because he's like it has to it has to work because i could know? i could totally see a scenario where somebody was just like all right guys i'm out <laughs> see right later. right right but he had the, he came from an environment where he's very much inspired to do yeah. the right thing you know yes, that's so key. So it's, you know, I thought that that environment kind of thing was interesting. So leaders, if you're out there listening to this, don't be a jerk to your people. If they're trying to change things, pay attention, listen. They want to help, especially the ones that are inspired. Inspiration, like, it does not come free. Like, you get this for a very short period of time, and it can be killed so quickly, especially in an environment where it's not great. It's tough. You know, so all right, because you can kill it real fast. That's a good point. So let's think about then waterfall, because I think okay. like in in the case of software developers, what is the, like the taboo to me? Like nowadays in twenty twenty, that's the like the one taboo thing that you could walk into like any any software development firm or team across the country and say, and it would it would be like the most taboo thing to me would be like let's do this and release it in three years and not talk to a user once. Um, so like. If that's the case, and there are teams that are doing those kinds of things, what would what advice would we give for teams that have problems like that, or things that like I don't know, to change? I, I you know how do well, I think you know when we talk about it, it waterfall and agile is a great example because those two things are like Hatfield and McCoy, so like they'll fight forever until until they until the generations die out, and then they've forgotten why they're fighting. The reasons why we did one thing versus another thing over the years, 
none of like all that stuff's really interesting historical information. Like the the I don't know if you know this, but the study of the the where waterfall came from was actually um, I don't I don't remember the the gentleman who made it or created it, but it was from like a 1960s or 70s uh, document where he wrote out how to go through the iterations of a project to design and mm-hmm. definition. The part nobody showed was there were supposed to be constant checks with the user oh, throughout the process. It was left out. Well, how did that how did that happen? Because actually I don't know. I have, there's a whole there's a whole thing on that. We need to do a, a, a podcast a specifically on, on Agile and Waterfall because there's a great history behind it. Yeah. But that history is so rich and it's rich in organizations. In fact, when I used to work at another place um, a long time ago, uh, there were signs on the wall that were like propaganda. I might have talked this, about this in a previous podcast. There were propaganda saying no documents, no no process, no strategy, no way. Say no to Agile. <laughs> I'm not kidding. Oh it God. said that on the wall. It had a big like A on it with an X. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's crazy. And um, so it's like, a, it's like almost like a religious argument at this point. Yeah, and you can't true. fight like that. But... When you say something like, hey, I think if, if the user saw this more, we'd, mm-hmm. we'd get a lot better. Uh, we, we'd, our product would be a lot better at the end. Do you guys agree? Yeah. You're not, even, you're not even fighting anymore. You're just recommending something. So when I recommended use source control, I just asked them, hey, I noticed that you guys sometimes have trouble with your files. This other thing might help. I can set it up for you. I can help you set it up. And then it was like... We were just like buds hanging out, fixing yeah. a problem, solving problems. Well, you know, I, you know I, I think one of the other things too is that I, I think this is the case, at least for most software developers, is they're very much pro-science, I would say, probably yeah. like experimentation and testing and things. And so if you come at it as if you're um, not trying to change something because they're bad, I'm not trying to make your, I'm not trying to fix you, but let's test this out. I have this theory. Yeah. What if we try this thing? Whatever it is, in your case, you know, let's do um, source control or SVN instead of sending stuff to email. Um, let's do let's like let's try to maybe take a couple of these use cases and iterate real quick instead of um, you know planning it out for six months. Um, you know those kinds of things, presenting it as an experiment, and then seeing what comes out of it. Because like you said, it's maybe agile, one hundred percent agile might not be the best way to go. You know, one hundred percent waterfall is not the best way to go. But there could be like a mixture of the two. Let's do let's release in a year, but let's do iterative tests. Let's do iterative releases and tests with users at the end of some amount of time. More yeah. often than just waiting until a year to put it in front of a user. Let's try usability studies before we build anything and see how much we can uh, glean from those studies and, and do you know user research and find out what users want and stuff and treat it as opposed to like, you know, because from the UX side, I, I see this quite a bit is especially like young designers tend to do this. They think like, you know, UX is the savior and we're going to fix everything and you guys are dumb because you don't use UX right or you don't do UX right, whatever that means. So like you know they'll they'll come in and they'll 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 like try to they'll try to be be the savior instead of coming in and trying to influence using these like sort of you know not subversive influence skills whatever like that book but like it, it, essentially the idea is that like you you want people to think it's their own idea mm-hmm. right and if you can show present a test present an experiment and they see the results they'll come up with the the idea on their own that this old way was bad as opposed to you telling them and show, cause people don't like to be told what to do. 
Nobody wants to be told what to do. Not me. You know, people tell me what to do. I tend to do it more. <laughs> like, right. stop wearing Hawaiian shirts. Oh, yeah? I'm wear one every goddamn day. What are you going to do about it? <laughs> and it's, it looks fantastic. Freezing outside, I'm wearing a Hawaiian shirt. <laughs> Thunderstorm, Hawaiian shirt. Watch out. So it's funny, you know, um, coming and being an influencer or whatever, like on a, on a t- with a team or on a project, uh, you can come in. If you're trying to make something perfect when you come in, if that's your mind, it's like, oh, oh I have this yeah. perfect view of how the world is, and I'm going to come and make it perfect. Don't ever try to make something perfect. Yeah. Just try to make it better. What is the, the saying? Don't let... What is it? Don't, let, don't perfect, let perfection get in the way of progress, the, or something. Or don't let perfect get in the way of the good enough. Yeah, it's um, it's 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 know. really important. You know, it's like you can get on someone's you can get uh, on someone's team. Like I'm not uh, sort of saying like you can get on someone's side much faster if you say, "Hey, look, let's work mm-hmm. on this together." You'll see these little things I can help you. Man, with. I tell you what, being the, a designer, I know. Uh, this is something that I have struggled with my entire career. And I feel like I'm like, I've been doing this for a long time. I feel like I'm just getting past this, just letting things go. Like it is not pixel perfect. Let it go. We'll fix it. We'll fix it. Fix later. it in post. Yeah. We'll fix it in post. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll fix it in the hardening sprint. Right. But yeah, um, the idea that like, you know, the thing is not perfect. I handed off a design to a developer and it was 15 pixels instead of 12. You know what? I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. It's not the what I designed. <laughs> It'd be great if maybe next time we could follow the specs a little bit just more. Just buy quick. me a beer. But we'll be good. Yeah, let's just, you know, um, just like move on from there. And, and you know, especially like moving up to being a design lead, um, not doing as much design work, mm. like production type work, handing it over to a designer. And it's like not at all what I would have done. <laughs> like it is not what I would have done. But it's not bad. It's just not what I would have done. Yeah. It's not what I would consider, quote, unquote, perfect. Um, you know what? It's all good, man. It's yeah. all good. Yeah. Like you you did a great job. <laughs> Wonderful. Right. Uh, but, yeah, that's something I think a lot of, especially designers, man, I think maybe even software Tell you what, and honestly, in my role, architect role, it's tough. Because, yeah. like, you know, I'll have in my head, like, okay, I just explained exactly how to solve this problem. I know exactly how I'd write the code. Oh, man, it's easy. Who yeah. boy. And then you come back, it's this very different solution. You're like, oh, man, how do I tell them? Oh, how do I tell them? And then you just got to kind of give them a hug. Yeah. And say you did great. You in. did great. And that's yeah. going to solve the problem. They're probably going to solve the problem, too. You know, That's actually something really good point. That I think is the end, the, the, shaking yourself out of a bad dream. Yeah. Right? You wake up from that dream and it was a nightmare, right? Mm-hmm. When you wake up, maybe if it's just not as terrifying as it was before. Yeah. It's, you're not like jumping through daisies and rainbows and sipping on margaritas or whatever, but maybe you're just, you know, sipping on a margarita. Tell you what, dude, I have an idea for after this podcast, That's, though. What, what's that? Daisies and margaritas. Daisies and Let's margaritas. Let's do it. It's I'm actually in. really pretty outside. Today. It is. It's nice. very nice. Nice day for But days. yeah, so that but that's that's the thing like you know, you you got this idea in your head of what the thing should be and you're like, "Why have you always done it this way? This is so silly. This is such a waste." Um you come in and if you can make it just a fraction better and then maybe next time you can make it a little better and the next time you can make it a little better and the next time you can make it a little better, you're never going to get it perfect the first time. Don't try because then you're never going to change. And it's going to always be the same. You'll also be working on it forever. You'll be working on trying to improve it 
like trying to get to that perfect spot forever. If you set little goals to improve it a little bit over time, you're constantly succeeding. You're consistently succeeding. It's like this, everything you do is a marathon. Well, that's another thing, you know, actually, um, the influencer book, one of the other things was like, how do you get people to change? You give them little, little bits of, um, little wins. So instead of like, you know, they use this example of like, um, uh, uh, people coming out of prison. There's like this, uh, there's this... Uh, Stop talking s- about my friends. Oh, I'm sorry, I just keep doing it. It's just what I know, Derek. I'm talking about what I know. So the, there's this, uh, there's this ho- uh, home, I guess you'd call it. I don't even know. Out in California, they have this uh, prison release um, home and you get out of prison a little bit early, but you got to stay in this home and you got to work and you got to do all this stuff. So people are like generally, you know, addicted to drugs. A lot of them like on drugs in prison, you know? To get out, um, there's like no no second chances. Like you're out. You you got to go back to prison if you if you screw up here. But they give them jobs doing things in like restaurants, and they start them out like basic stuff. Like how do you set a table? You know how do you uh, how do you like bus a table? Really really simple stuff um, that for them might not be simple. You know. Okay. And so you give them a quick win, and by the end of the week, they're setting a table. Like hey, congratulations, you learned how to set a table. You learned how to do something new. You didn't know how to do it last week. So like these little wins that gives them confidence over time. And eventually they're like running a whole team of people setting tables, which for us sounds like it's not like, so what, but for people like that, it's a win. It's a win that they had never experienced before. And so when you start to change, um, or people start to see these little, uh, these little progressions, they're much more likely to continue on that path. So if you come in and you say like, I want to, like, how do we get off of agile? Or how do we get too agile from waterfall? You can't, you're not going to get them an agile doing sprints overnight. You got to like get to it. So maybe you can break up the release and the you know and test over time, and then start to pull in more iterations and more agileness, agileness, mm-hmm. whatever that is called. Um, and then eventually, maybe five years from now, two years from now, your team will be doing agile the way you think it should be done. So that's a big thing too. I think is just. No long, silver bullets. Long, uh, no silver example. bullets. You go in, try to improve something small. You know, we talk about don't look at the environment as something that can't be changed. That's the big thing. Everything can be changed. It's just a matter of who's willing to change it. So, um, you know, there's that's that's basically basically it. Is that it? I don't know if that's is that it. the whole Sounds episode. It. Is that it? If Did it's we? the whole episode, I got something for you guys. Oh. <gasps> I'm pumped. We got our website. Oh, hit it. Retrotonpodcast.com. We got Facebook set up. Did last time did we have Facebook set up? I think no, we, we didn't. We didn't. No, we didn't. Set up Facebook. Facebook.com slash retrotimepodcast. Twitter.com slash retrotimepod. Retrotimepod, because pod retrotime podcast was too long. Yeah. Um, you got we got Google podcasts we got apple podcasts we got an rss feed oh yeah which we recently updated recently we uh we were you know we've been treating our 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 podcast as you know derek as uh you know an mvp a minimum viable podcast and uh so so we're changing up some stuff so we're iterating we haven't launched a full website yet i think we're gonna we're trying to wait till we get to like episode five before we actually launch a website but right what we want to do is i need you guys to and girls to go find our website Click on Facebook, like us, tweet at us, do whatever you kids do on Twitter these days, um, and uh, let us know what you think. We want to hear your feedback because 
Um, much as we were discussing today, uh, agile and methodology and things like that, we want to continuously improve, yeah. continuously iterate, make ourselves better every time. Uh, and so we want to know, what do you guys want to hear? What do you want to listen to? What do you want us to talk about for 30 minutes or so? I have an experiment I want to run. I want to hear You're a user experience guy, right? You care about feedback. So. That's, what, that's what I've been told. I don't care if you leave feedback. I honestly don't care. Leave feedback if you want. He cares. Do I it care. for Jeremy. I want to know how we're doing. Yeah, I don't care. Um, generally speaking, the feedback has been, hey, that was good. Yeah. Nice job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was. It I was li- nice job. I listened to yeah, half of it. I listened to it. It was good. Yeah. Thank, uh, yeah. Yeah. Good job. So anyway, we want to hear from right. you. Uh, and we I'm kidding. Know. I do want to hear from you. Derek does. He, he's saying that. Don't listen to Derek. I listen to Derek because he's smart. Hey. Um, but anyway, that's it. I think that's it. Is that the end of the episode? Yes, it right. is. Outro music coming up right after this. <laughs>